I'm back. Let's go. Welcome to Last Chance Q with myself, Coach JB, and Sean Salisbury. We will not talk over the amateur or under the expert. It's not only the X's and O's, but it's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. And it's not just quarterback. We got all the positions teaching, coaching, laughing, and joking. We're using football terminology so we can get through this faster than we we don't want to use these long terms, coach. We don't we got quick verbiage to get to the point. Last chance cute with the great legendary Sean Salisbury. What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach JB here. Sean Salisbury joining me right now for Last Chance Q. Sean, what's going on, brother? It's good to see you. We're on our fourth edition of Last Chance Q remake, retake. Uh, we got the draft here. Um, next week, we're going to do our mock draft, and a lot of interesting happenings have happened across uh, the NFL in the last 24 hours. Uh, can't wait to break it down with you. Uh, we are doing YouTube Live this week until the draft, all the way until next Thursday, just to give you the content so you can see what we're going to be doing live on Patreon every day. So become a member of our Patreon because this is the last week that you're going to get this free access to Sean Salisbury and I, uh, the great USC Trojan uh, alum who were, who's rocking the Cardinal. Uh, what is that called? Is that Cardinal in gold? Card, don't act like you don't know, bitch. It's Cardinal and Gold. Don't try Fucking to play. Stanford's Cardinal and Gold. Fucking Stanford's no, Cardinal. No, they're the Stanford Cardinal, which is the color, right? They're fucking. Card, they're not the Stanford Cardinal, and they're not Cardinal and Gold. Okay, you know who they are. You know their colors, just like you know um, El Camino, all the JUCOs, all the Division One schools. Don't be bullshitting me. You, hey, you look clean cut today. You all fucking fresh, Hi, dude. Look, goat. Yeah, dude. Come on, now I'm on this like a Shriner on a whore. Okay, Shriner at a horse convention. You know about that. You 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 spend time damn conventions. I ain't bullshitting me. So anyway, okay. <laughs> As your favorite, without further ado, you like this. That's one of your go-tos. I like it. Without further ado, you know it's cardinal and gold. It ain't that powder blue and yellow stuff across town, even though I got some good buddies over there. But, Cardinal, look at it. Dude, look how slick it is. I've had this in the coffers for a long time. Just decided to bust it out today, and I'm not on all your T-shirt business and hats and hoodies. I'm just along for the ride while you're over there, you know, Sitting up there with swag galore, but other than that, I'm doing great, man. No, I ain't got no swag, man. I'm 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 as bland as fucking salt and fucking pepper. <laughs> uh, hey man, breaking news, man. Breaking news. Uh, we got Jalen Hurts talk, man. What's going on? Jalen Hurts signs 255 million dollars, John. Um, can't wait to dive into this one. I did a little snippet on this earlier today. Um, I got to be honest, uh, Lamar Jackson's got to be pretty pissed off, A, and Joe Burrow must have a 10-inch dick about right now because he's got to be waiting for the next big signing, isn't he? Yeah, if it ain't 10, it sure got – he got uh, he got stiff as, as, as a – what did you like to call it, as a what? Yeah. dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, stiff, stiff as a porn pecker, as you like to call it. 
because um, he's about to get paid. Herbert's going to get his, too. Lamar's going to get his. Now, he may be bothered because Baltimore hasn't given him the love that Philly's given Jalen. And quite frankly, Lamar's been doing it a bit longer, to say the least. So I uh, I have no problem with Jalen getting it, but I'm a Jalen getting it. I'm just going to tell you, Lamar's, while pissed, got to be excited because at some point he's going to get his, whether it's in Baltimore or somewhere else. Because if they move him, he's going to get paid by the other team. If they don't move him, eventually Baltimore's going to have to pay him, whether it's, you know, now or later, like the Fram oil filter. You can pay me now commercial. You can pay me now or pay me later. Good for Jalen Hurts. Listen, we probably differ a little bit on this. I think he's a great playmaker. I think mechanically he can still get better and get rid of a little bit of a windup. If we're talking mechanics, we, we saw him, and we'll do that much more once this draft's over. Great leader. Poised has overcome, he knows what it's like to be benched, to take a team where they want to go, then lose his job to a guy who's the fifth pick of the draft and starting in Miami, to have to transfer to go prove he can throw it, gives himself another opportunity, puts himself in, in, in held in high regard, goes as a second-round pick. Philadelphia puts some coaches in well, and now look, they wouldn't have got anywhere near that without him. I, I love him. I think he's going to get better as a passer. We're in the infancy of the guy's career. You knew this was happening. You may not consider him a top five quarterback, Mahomes, Burrow, you know, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, whoever you have in your top five, but I can damn well tell you this. You ain't mentioning three more names once you get to him. He is a playmate. What do we want? People want everybody to look pretty throwing it. I know we want it to be Marino and Rodgers. This dude just wins. He's poised. Nothing bothers him, and I think he's only going to get better, and his agent, great job in negotiating, and I am – Female, female. You're damn right she is, and she's negotiated the hell out of it. And I don't know if they have, like, agents of the year in sports, but I'm going to tell you that what she's done with her client and what he's done and that agency that she's with doing the things she's doing, phenomenal. Absolutely. Is it is it Nicole Moss? Is that her name? Ashley Nicole Moss or something? Yeah. Am I right there? Yeah. I'm proud of her, man. She is sitting the industry right on its ear and setting it and setting it and she has a great client to go with it, and I love the trust they have in each other. I couldn't be happier for Jalen Hurts. I got zero issue with the pay because you're worth what you can negotiate. He got paid, but he will not be the highest-paid quarterback in NFL history for long. That's just the nature of it. The next guy is going to get it, Burrow, Herbert, and whoever else. So, But I couldn't root harder. I think Jalen Hurts is as poised as we have in a league, and he wins, and that's all I care about, and he does both. So the trickle of this, let's get into it real quick. Uh, the trickle-down effect. Lamar Jackson, um, is he sitting around? I, I did a thing on this, Sean. Like, you know, a lot of us nowadays like to play the victim role, et cetera, et cetera. I don't think Lamar's doing that. I'm just saying I think a lot of us are uh, – we, we, we're susceptible to this whole victim mentality, and now – Lamar can easily sit there and soak and wet the bed and say, man, I'm an MVP. I did this. I did this. But I broke it down earlier. Bottom line is, though, you know, uh, Sean, I got to be brutally honest. I don't believe overnight that he's become a pocket passer. And he's demanded that you get OBJ and D-Hop. Now, I don't believe those two guys help you that much in Baltimore if the QB, the shooter, the guy that's going to get him the ball, can't get him the ball. Like, do you believe, Sean? And I know you think Lamar is an unbelievable talent. I do, too. Um, 
But we agree, I think, that he's a thrower. He's not a passer of the football. Um, but do you think overnight that he's going to just get back in the pocket and dissect coverage and get the ball to OBJ on time and D-hop on time and, and the tight end? And, that's not Lamar's game. Let's just be honest. Um, well, that's not Jalen Hurts' game either. No, but he's got a lot better mechanically than Lamar over yes, just – Yes, he has, and he's also got better offensive weapons in Philly. But no neither here nor there, he's got him a Super Bowl and really what is the equivalent of his second full season starting in Jalen Hurts I'm talking about. Lamar. John, to be honest, Lamar Jackson's arch rival in this game, a roughly same age person. They're actually the same age. Lamar's been in the league longer. Joe Burrow's been to a Super Bowl – Baltimore's arch rival in this thing, along with Cleveland and Pittsburgh, obviously. But you're in a, you're in the same division, already been to a Super Bowl, on the verge of almost a second Super Bowl this last year, and you beat Mahomes three times out of four. And you know damn well Burrow's going to be the next guy that's going to. He might be the first seventy year uh, million dollar a year guy. Who knows what he's going to get, Sean? I don't think uh, anybody anybody's putting Lamar or Jalen or. I don't even think people are putting Josh Allen ahead of Joe Burrow anymore. I don't. I think I think right now it's Mahomes and Burrow is the two, and then you start to fill in Allen and Hurts and Lamar and Aaron Rodgers. I think that's the group of the next one, and then you'll get further down to Dak Prescott and Cousins and, and that group. But listen, man, I, I, I understand. JB, I'm with you on the pocket thing, but pull up Lamar's numbers. Wins and, and nobody's going to tell me he's been on great explosive teams. Bullshit. I think the narrative is because he doesn't look the pocket progress. And I'm with you. Super Bowl champion quarterbacks, the majority of the time this league's been in existence in the modern era, beat you from the pocket first, extend second. Not extend first and beat you from the pocket second. It just, whether I don't care if it's out of RPO and stand in the pocket, out of stretch and stand between the tackle, stretch fake. I'm talking about where they break the tackle box and it's edge rushing and then throwing. Most of them beat him from there. But when you look at his win-loss percentage, his completion percentage is actually better than I thought it would when he came out of Louisville. Dynamic playmaker. Without him, that team's not sniffing anything, as we well know. He's been banged up a little bit. We look at the numbers – it may not look as pretty as as, as Jalen or as as Rogers or as Joe Burrow, but it's effective. That's why what, what, I mean. It doesn't look like Dan Marino. It doesn't look like Warren Moon. But damn, okay. How many how, how many Super Bowls Dak been to? Cousins been to? Carr been to? Garoppolo's been to one. So my thing is uh, Philadelphia. If if Lamar Jackson's on Philadelphia, he's making as many plays for them. Make no mistake about it. And Jalen deserves this, and Lamar's going to deserve his. I know what we're saying doesn't quite look the part, but I'll tell you what. If you want to give me Lamar Jackson and tell me that he's going to get better as a pocket passer, but he's never going to be the best pocket passer in the league, I could still win a championship as long as he understands getting through those progressions from there and then does his thing, changes it a little bit. I don't need him to be the best pocket passer in the world because Mahomes isn't that either. Mahomes is an off-schedule guy. So it's probably Burrow right now when it comes. He's the closest thing to Brady we've had from that hula hoop in the pocket. But I am – Lamar's never going to lead the league in completion percentage, but he's also – you're never going to – he's never going to be a guy that you just look at and say, the guy can't make plays. I want a playmaker. The game has changed, fortunately or unfortunately for some, and that's what we're all looking for right now. And that's going to be the first pick of the draft this year too, Bryce Young. 
and he's more he's more pure thrower than both of those guys. JB he really is. He he really is than the two guys that one wants paid and is going to get paid, and the other just got paid. But they all have this thing in common. There's an extra gear to them in whatever part of the game it is. I got no problem paying Lamar, and he will get paid. Jalen Hurts deserved every penny. No doubt. I don't have an issue because that's what we're in. That's the play. We're in that market space. 1970, uh, JB, 1985. Would a 1983 draft with Marino and Elway, that wouldn't, wouldn't have worked. No. But it works in 2023 and 2018, and it's going to work in 2030. The guy who's going to continue to win championships like Mahomes is going to be able to beat you from here and expand. Hence why the guy is the Astros equivalent to football going to a, a American League you know, a, uh, ALCS is for the Astros and AFC championship games year after year for the Kansas City Chiefs. No and doubt. Pearl can do that. Herbert can do it. Lamar can do it. Jalen, those guys are bigger, stronger throwers, but I can win with Lamar throwing it, and I can sure as hell win with Jalen Hurts throwing it too. They've proven it. Look at the numbers. The numbers of Lamar are not going to lie. The guy wins when he plays. So you want a pretty loser or a kind of a looks a little rough around the edges, but wins and is miserable to game plan against. Yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting. Sean, we can, we're going to get into this uh, shit. Lot, we're, going to get yeah. all, we're going to get it all into this once the draft's over, and we're going to start getting into our uh, coaching phase when we start breaking down these guys. But let's just be honest. Um, you know, we've broke down plenty of guys and uh, can't wait to get into all this stuff. But first down today um, – New England Patriots, um, they're basically at number 14 uh, in the draft. They're on the clock at number 14. But before we get into this, Sean, as we lead up to our mock draft next Tuesday and Wednesday, um, I want to share this video with you because very interesting take from Adam Schefter um, on some things that have happened that he's learned uh, regarding Will Levis and Anthony Richardson and – he makes a bold statement here, Sean. I'm only showing you this video, which you may have seen, because we have to make our mock drafts, and we're competing our mocks versus, um, you know, the great ESPN analyst Mel Kuyper um, and Todd McShay. We're going to give it our best run. But here's the thing. We said last week we wouldn't be super shocked if quarterback one goes to Carolina and then it's Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, and big-time need position, guys, and we don't take a QB until maybe Colts, maybe uh, Seattle, maybe number six. Um, interesting take here by Schefter. Take a listen. Listen, we think that Anthony Richardson is a fascinating prospect, but so is this entire prospect. Dan, you mentioned the run on quarterbacks, but let me ask everybody this. What if the run on quarterbacks gets a little bit delayed. What if it's a little bit later to start than people thought? We've been hearing about quarterbacks going one, two, three, four. That's not going to happen, I don't believe, in this draft. And what would happen if and when we've seen Carolina make the move up right away, right away for a quarterback at one, but we haven't seen anybody trade up to two when Houston's open to listening? We haven't seen anybody trade up to number three because you know what? I think Indianapolis thinks there's a real chance right now that they could sit right where they are at four and get potentially the second quarterback in this draft. There's a chance we might not see a quarterback go at two 
or even three. And there might not be a team that you trades mean. up because the value in that what? isn't what we thought it would be. So Indianapolis oh. may be sitting there with its pick in the litter. Anthony Richardson or Will Levis or C.J. Stroud. That could happen. Sean, I'm not totally against what he said. I know, I know Dan, and I talk to Dan quite often. Uh, you probably do as well. I know those guys on that panel are against what Schefter is having to say. I'm not. I actually can see that happening. I would not trade up for the second pick of this draft for a quarterback. I, I would not do it. Neither. I, because there's too many ifs surrounding them. There just is. Now, I th- do I – listen, I'll say it again. Crapshoot. None of us really know, depending on where they go, who coaches them, what kind of system they're going to be involved in, how much – when do they play, all those things. Outside of the first guy that's going to be taken, who I do believe in. I mean, I, I, I have no problem doing what Carolina did to get up there. I don't. Because if you – listen, if you think not like a franchise guy, because if I if – if you just like Stroud or like Levis or like Richardson – and you got a top five pick, you should not draft them. Liking them's not enough. You marry somebody, you don't just like her or him. You better love them, unequ- and you better be all in, even when their flaws rear their head, and they sure as shit will. But if you like him or her or the quarterback, then trade down and like him at nine or 12. Don't, lo- don't like him at two. That's the talk about the Texans now. Do I think that these other three guys have a chance to be really special because they all have certain qualities? Yeah. If they're coached right, you know how that goes, JB. Now, if they don't improve, they could be out of the league. See, that's the if. If Anthony Richardson's accuracy improves. If these young players get through their progressions. If Will Levis doesn't throw interceptions like he did at Kentucky. Hell, he's been more banged up than Dan Bry- than, than, than Bryce Young has. All these ifs, if C.J. Stroud looks like he did against Georgia or with his feet. You know, all these ifs. I don't like ifs around my quarterback in the top five. If you got that many ifs, fucking if. I'm moving on. And I will tell you this, that to trade up to number two and give up all those assets, so who are you trading for? Richardson? Stroud? He's the safest pick of these first five, not named that quarterback, not named a quarterback. It's the outside linebacker slash uh, rush in named Will Anderson. If you want to be safe – and you want to give up another asset, trade up for his ass. That, you that, agree with this top 10 from our, our guys over go. at the network? Um, what do you think about I, that? I, I don't have – listen, there's talk in Houston today that Tyree Wilson, they may trade down for him and get the edge rusher who they think is a legitimate – you know, remember where D'Amico Ryans was, Bosa's pretty good. As far as a true edge rusher, Tyree Wilson may be more pure at it than Will Anderson. I just think Will Anderson's a better all-around player. So that's a safe one. I'm with, I am with Schefter on this. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't see how the Colts at four aren't taking a quarterback. Now, I sure as hell don't know which one it is. I don't see Anthony Richardson making the Colts contenders. Not right now. It's okay. So no. if you're willing to, to, to withstand that and go through two or three years and possibly have another coach fired, we'll, we'll see. I know they're hanging their hat on what? Who's the head coach there now? The kid from Philly, right? The, yeah. the, the offensive coordinator from Philly, the same place that the head coach left for to go to Philly is coming back. So point being is, if you're going to do this, you better be damn well sure you got patience to do it because all of them are going to need patience. I think Young's the best, but I would not trade. Imagine what you'd have to give up to go from 11 to 2. 
That's a hell of a haul to get assets to hope. I really like the quarterback. Now, if you love him, do what Carolina did. They love Bryce Young, obviously. Get your ass up and go do it because you're not winning a Super Bowl these days unless the guy under center and the gun is a friggin' monster playmaker and a full grown-ass football playing Jesse. I can go 3-14 and 14 with a great edge rusher for three years without a, without a quarterback. I'll go 3-14. and 14. With a quarterback who year after year gets better, you're eventually not going 3-14. and 14. You're going to be – look at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Go get Lawrence. Go get a coach. You got yourself right back in the mix. So uh, I would not – I would not – trade up unless you're the Colts want to go from four to two, but I'm the Texans. I'm not letting them jump to two. They're in my frigging division. So I'm not, I, I do think that Schefter may be on to some, I said it too. I thought the first, all four quarterbacks would go in the first eight, nine, 10 picks at the latest. And they still may, but I'm not so sure that if you're looking for your franchise, say, okay, I need somebody that I can guarantee is going to impact me in the top 10 picks. I think they're the guarantee. There's a lot more players in this that can impact your franchise the first eight to ten picks than three of the quarterbacks we're talking about. I'm not surprised. I think the second one could possibly go with the fourth pick of this draft because if Arizona stays where they are, they're not drafting a quarterback. So the Colts could have their choice at three different quarterbacks. I don't see anybody trading up to the Texans to get number two because I don't think they covet number two as a quarterback as much as you th- as some people think we're supposed to because it's quarterback and it's sexy. Will Anderson's the best player in this draft, more than likely. Bryce Young, obviously the quarterback. But outside the quarterback, the safest pick, the Quentin Nelson from for offensive line is 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 uh, Bryce. I mean, uh, Will Anderson on the outside. If you want to be safe, let's get into the New England Patriots. They're picking number fourteen as of right now. Belichick, we know, will will, will change up in a New York minute if he has to, and do some things in this draft that he's very manipulative at this. He's very good at managing this situation. He's been here for 25-plus years and doing this. Mac Jones, Sean, has become a little bit of a a name in question lately. Apparently, rumors are coming out of the New England Patriots locker room that they prefer to have Bailey Zappi as their starter. That has to not sit very well with, uh, with the Mac Jones of the world. Um, Ramon J. Stevenson, a junior college product, is a good, good back. I like him. Um, he's going to come on the show, on my show uh, soon. He, he got, they got Juju Schuster in a trade. They got Devontae Parker, who used to be a pretty good number one in Miami. They got Kendrick Bourne, who I think has potential. They got Hunter Henry. Um, and then their O-line needs a little bit of work, but they do have Trent Brown. They do have Riley Rife. He's pretty good. Two good, decent tackles. Defensively, they got to make some moves. But I want to get into this, Mac Jones, just for a couple minutes. We got about 40, 40 minutes of this show left, and I wanted to get into a couple things and and, and get your thought on um, why we should be concerned at 14 if we're picking for New England um, and the Mac Jones um, scenario that we just brought up. Um, I wanted to get into this. A um, little bit of film for you um, for Mac Jones. Um, perspective. Um, I like Mac. I think he's okay, Sean. I just don't know if they have the outside weapons. I think they have improved them, but I don't know if they have the speed to go with Mac Jones's uh, athleticism, if that makes sense at all, Sean. And I know you can make sense of that. He's not the most athletically gifted guy who you just said and mentioned. You got to be able to do this in the pocket and be able to ad-lib with your feet. He's not that guy. 
And I don't think they have the break loose wide out for him to sit in the pocket and just throw curls and hitches to a slower, stiffer Juju Smith. I think he's got to have a, a fast weapon outside, uh, i.e. Randy Moss or somebody explosive. Or they may have to do something at QB, Sean. This isn't a sitting duck league anymore. No, I'll tell you, Bailey Zappi's got some skill set. I knew when he came out, I had talked to somebody who was what Western was Western Kentucky, maybe I can't I, maybe it was I can't yeah, remember. Maybe it wasn't Western Kentucky. Was he Hilltop? Right, I don't remember. I so. I'm not sure. But, but I know that he's got some balls and can throw it. But let, let, let me back up a little. And Bailey Zappi did some good things. First off, and you know, I think Belichick's the best coach of all time, and I love him. Although, for my money right now, Mike Tomlin and Andy Reid are pretty damn good. I could take Mike Tomlin and win with him anywhere. He's proven that. Listen, I think the narrative on Mac Jones is complete horse shit after two years, and I'm going to tell you why. First off, as many good decisions as Bill makes, one of the worst offseason decisions last year was to name Matt Patricia your damn offensive coordinator. That'd be like me going and coaching nose tackles. Sorry, I know Matt knows defensive football, and as a head coach and all that, I, I, I can coach the quarterback position in offense with two eyes closed and walking backwards with my ass you know, with, with, with my ass in the air better than he can coach the quarterback position. No, I love Matt, but that, come on, man. Talk about square peg in a round hole. You can't just plug anybody in and say, hey, Matt, I know you were coaching Gerard Mayo eight years ago. Could you ask it out there and teach Mac Jones how to put his foot in the ground and throw the bank post on three with no hitch and in rhythm from the gun? Get the fuck out of here. That was a horrible decision. So if you're Mac Jones, you're damn right you're going to bitch and complain. You're damn right you're pissed. You're damn right you're going to say, give me some weapons. They don't have many offensive weapons. They've got to get better. They've got to. Mac Jones is never on the other side. Is never, and you hit it. For Mac Jones to have tremendous sustained success in this league, he's going to have to have weapons around him all the time. He's never carrying you for four to six weeks on his back, third like Marino. That's not happening. But if he's got good players, mix in the throw, 25 to 28, 30 throws a game, got a good runner, defense gets in field position, because he processes information quickly. He's a, he's a really good player. He's never going to be that guy in the league where we go, oh, my gosh. Had a good rookie year, faded near the end. But it, it's horseshit. You know, come on. That's like me going and saying, hey, man, you know what? Here's what I want to do. I think I'm going to take uh, the offensive uh, line coach who's been coaching, you know, for let's, let's take my guy Hudson Houck, who's been, co you know, Hud Houck, who's one of the greats of all time, was at my Trojans when we were there coaching Bruce Matthews and Mosbar and Munoz and all that. Let's go get Hud, and I'm going to have him, uh, I'm going to have him call the, be the defensive coordinator this week, and then he'll also coach the quarterbacks next year. What? Now you want him on offensive line? We'll dominate. So I thought that Mac Jones had no shot going into the season. Now, hey, the best decision they made, whether you like his ass or not because he's power hungry, is Bill O'Brien back to coaching offense. Mac Jones will have a chance to play better. Got to get weapons. They have receiver needs, playmaker needs. They've got corner needs. They do on the, on the, on the edge in the corner in a league that throws the ball. I think that there's a good chance that they'll go, you know, Bell, Bill likes to trade down at times too and get more assets. I think an offensive lineman looks real good here too. Because Mac isn't going to extend much. He's a little underrated athletically, but he's not Herbert or Burrow or Lamar or Jalen or Josh Allen. He needs everything to go pretty well for him. I would imagine that uh, he'll play better this year. Bailey Zappi will be on the bench unless he urinates down his leg, meaning Mac. But they're giving him a fighting chance 
He's not taking a fucking knife to a gunfight. He's got a chance now. He'll be better this year. And Bill knew that this was a holdover with Patricia on offense. Can't do it. Mac will be better. But make no mistake about it, on paper right now, they're the worst team in the division if Aaron Rodgers is a New York Jet or they get the quarterback situation solidified. The Patriots are the team chasing. They're not the team being chased anymore. No doubt about it. Um, That's number 14. Uh, Number 15 on the second down uh, brought to you by CanadaDibCBD.com. You mean these right here, JB? Become a member of our Patreon today as this show will be exclusive to Patreon members only. It'll be the best $19.99 you can spend. We start back the day after the draft right here. We will do a live draft party next Thursday um, while it's in Kansas City. Sean and I will be doing a live draft party. We'll have a few guests on. Uh, Braden Fajoko uh, just got signed by the uh, <clears throat> Pittsburgh Steelers who was with the Chargers. We'll talk to him about how the draft is. Uh, Sean and I will discuss trying to get a few more guests on, maybe a former few players of mine um, that are currently maybe in the draft. And uh, we're going to have a great little draft party and, and, and compare our mock draft that we'll do next Tuesday and Wednesday to the greats like, uh, you know, Mel Kuyper and, and, and such and so forth. Second down, Sean, uh, the, the 15th pick uh, goes to the Green Bay Packers, ironically enough, talking about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets. The Packers come to mind. The Green Bay Packers have the 15th pick in this year's draft. Um, They have some decisions to make. Um, Sean, I got to get into it. Their roster, obviously, with Jordan Love taking over the helm, presumably, which we all think. um, You know, they still have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, pretty goddamn good tandem. Christian Watson, the receiver, came on his own last year. uh, Later on in the season, started to get really, really good. You got Dobbs, who thought, who I thought turned out to be pretty good. But after that, I don't know how good they are. I, I don't love their tight ends. I don't love their um, their other wideouts. And then Bakhtiari, their great left tackle. When he's healthy, I think he's a top three left tackle in football. But damn, Sean, he is never healthy. And their old line, John Runyon Jr., the right guard's really good. He's a young kid. I think Josh Myers, their center's good. They got some good pieces up front. Kenny Clark on defense is anchoring that defense um, along with Quay Walker. I don't know uh, if they've got a roster that's really going to compete. I think the Lions division, like you think and I think alike, I think the Packers are fighting for uh, a third spot in that division right now, maybe even fighting for a fourth spot if Aaron Rodgers indeed goes to the Jets. Yeah, JB, a, a lot of needs. But let me ask you this. Let's say I'm the GM, you're my head coach, and I come to you and say, Jordan Love's going to be our quarterback. Because somebody's going to, somebody is going to, I don't want to say cave, but give in. I, I think the bottom line is the Jets don't want to give up a number one, and the Packers want it. But we've talked about this, you know, or more than just one one. We've talked about if you can't guarantee me more than a year, I'm not trading a one. So they'll butt heads, but you know how desperation is. The Jets know they're one player away from being competitive, and that player is the quarterback. So to the Green Bay Packers, so I'm coming to you, JB. I walk into your – I'm, I'm you know, Gutekunst, and I walk into your office and say, Matt Lafleur, what, uh, what's the best thing? What will give Jordan Love the best chance to succeed right away and, and to grow his confidence? What would you tell me? One position. Shit. Be honest with you? Yeah, uh, totally. Huh? 
okay? And I would say offensive line. Yeah, I mean, what? that's the thing. Bakhtiari is, is the thing. If he's healthy and I'm, I know he's good to go, I'm pretty decent with him and running at guard and, and, yeah. and the Yosh yeah. Nish kid who's a big old freak at right tackle. I think they've got some El- – Elgin Jenkins, left guard, is really good. I think they have some good pieces, but are you just replacing Bakhtiari, who right now is their starting left tackle? Are you banking? I love – I'm a huge Bakhtiari fan, but – you said if he stays healthy, but if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle, right? And if it was and a fix, I'll be loaded. Yeah, I, and it, but in 2023, my aunt might have balls. She might. <laughs> I don't know. Might, so my aunt may very damn well be my uncle, so I'm not real sure. It could, could happen. I don't know. Listen, 2023, I'm not real sure, but I'm going to ask my aunt if she now has balls, so she's my uncle. But if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Offensive tackle, tight end's always a great crutch to lean on. There is no question about it. But Sean, um, let me stop you right that's there. A, that's QB, usually a safe pick. What? A young QB, not to cut you off, a young quarterback <laughs> getting in there, and you're coaching him or I'm coaching him. I want to lean heavy on Dylan and Aaron Jones and make my release valve be a big-time fucking tight end. I want that ball proximity-wise. I want it safe right around the line of scrimmage. I don't trust Jordan Love. No offense. I don't trust Jordan Love yet to throw fucking bang eights and dig routes across coverage and in, the, in, in anticipatory windows against fucking quarters match coverage. I don't trust him yet. I love what he saw from him when the game right. that he started, but I want a tight end, Sean. I want a guy to safety valve his ass like Lamar Jackson had with Andrews. If he if he could be assured that that offensive line's right, I'd pass on and go get me a playmaker. You know, we're still – we're at pick 15, right? Yeah, and we have not talked about when Jackson Smith the Jigba or Joe, we talk about him, but we still haven't named one. And I'm gonna tell you this, and we say his name all the time. We're still, and they don't need him, Green Bay, but we're still here. And you know how I feel about the running back, Bijan Robinson. Imagine if I told you right now that Bijan Robinson is going to be taken before Will Levis. What would you say to me? I don't know if New England, I don't know if this is the pick though. No, it isn't. But I'm saying, I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. You talk about a guy to lean on, a young quarterback somewhere in here. That seems like a pretty good cat to lean on, too. But yes, listen, if you tell me that that with a kid from Utah, Notre Dame, and you're saying, okay, it's six and one half dozen the other, go get me a friggin' playmaker. I'm greedy as shit when it comes to offense. I am. I want to score. I want to keep scoring. I want to shove it up your ass, and I want to keep going. So, but the question is, and I don't want player empowerment. I don't want Jordan Love making the pick or any of that where he's got to say, but if I were to ask Jordan Love, what would you rather have? Bakhtiari's not here. Let's just say that. An offensive tackle or a tight end or a playmaking wide receiver to add to that. I would imagine he's going to choose one of the latters, the tight end or the wide receiver. I probably would, but I was spoiled too because we had Gary Zimmerman and Randall McDash. That, that, that was never a concern, right, with that team in Minnesota. So I get it, but – I think you'll. I think you're going to have a chance to see a run on offensive linemen slash tackles, kind of like edge rushers, somewhere around this time. And the last two picks both need them. The question is, do New England and do the Green Bay Packers believe that an offensive lineman is the best guy on the board? They're drafting either you know for need or best available. More important to them. When's the last time the New England Patriots took a quarter I mean, a wide receiver in the first 15 picks? Right. That's so, right, right. So, and now with Green Bay, but you're right. A big fella that can run and catch tight ends, a great choice, JB. And I also think an offensive tackle, depending on how you feel about the health 
of your guys and how what's going to benefit Jordan Love the most because he will be the quarterback when we open 2023. Maybe we swing the other way, though, talking about Green Bay at the 15th pick. Um, I do like a couple guys on this draft board right here that um, the Devin Witherspoon kid, the corner, Tyree Wilson, uh, obviously Will Anderson, I doubt, is around at 15. Jalen Carter, we already talked about his character deal. And does he fall? Is he available at 15? Not Do this you, far. No let me ask way. you this, John. Do you live with this young QB and pound the rock next year with Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, and you try to get the ball to a decent tight end and get the ball to Christian Watson and, and Dobbs and play keep away, play good defense? Do you draft defensively this year and then try to play runaway, run the football game next year with, with, with the younger QB, Jordan Love? Or – do you go what you say and say, fuck it, let's go get me a big-time playmaker tight end or or a big-time tackle? Um, maybe maybe Skaronsky's available right. here. But, but J.B., I do tend to agree with you, though, because I always liked that. I know you were as a quarterback. I had Steve Jordan in Minnesota. I like that guy to lean on. I always have. I, I, don't you feel the same way? And think about from Dallas and Aikman to Montana and Wesley Walls and that group and Steve Young and – you know, all these, for the most part, everybody, the, the great ones have had a crutch to lean. I mean, uh, Jason Witten with with Romo and initially um, Brett Favre had, was it Chimura? Mark Chimura in Green Bay, right? And, you know, we, we can go through the list, Mahomes and Kelsey. I mean, they are rampant. I, I actually, while I, I get, I, I want my quarterback protected, I actually... I think the number one and the safety is a necessary one for Green Bay as well. But I, I don't if you're saying tight end tackle or safety unless Ronnie Lott's in this draft, which he'd have been taken earlier, I think I can get a safety. I saw Petrie here, a third rounder from Baylor here in Houston. He's a monster. You get first round skill set, draft him a third round, the guy can play. Tight ends that are great are hard to come by. JB, if I was picking right now, we were on the clock and you and I were doing our pick today, it may change next week by Thursday. Tight end would be the choice, but I think you got to consider defensive help on the back end, and I think you have to consider possibly, depending on your health, offensive tackle. But that's, speaking of a franchise that needs a game-breaking tight end, and there will be one of them and maybe still two on the board when we get to this point. Number 16, our third down section here of Last Chance Q, our segment on third down is the uh, 16th pick which goes to the, uh, well, we don't know for sure if they're the newly acquired Washington Commanders or not. It seems to be in debate with their ownership group on who's actually purchasing them. Mr. Davis what could be the first black owner, um, which would be a great thing for the NFL. Um, oh, yes. We'll see if it well, happens. Yep. But he may be he may have outbid. That used to be Christian Leitner's partner and teammate in Duke uh, basketball. He may have outbid Magic Johnson in them group, uh, waiting to see. Apparently, he offered $7 billion cash offer. What he did to get $7 billion, I have no idea. <laughs> I guess but, basketball just basketball was a hobby because when you're making that, you can't afford to go play basketball no with, what he, with his Duke education has done for him. If he's throwing $7 billion in there, uh, we all need a guy like that to help raise us money. Good for him. Oh, shit. Good for uh, him. I was hoping the commanders got bought up. And, and got Snyder out of there and then changed the fucking name. And I thought they would go change and fix their plumbing and, and everything else that's wrong with that place. But here's my thing, Sean. What in the fuck 
Excuse my language. Are the Washington Commanders doing by thinking that Sam Howell is their go-to guy? Oh, around hey. Sean, I'm going to be honest. Around the, Sam, dog. I'm going to be honest, dog. Around the roster that I really like. I really like their roster. They've got and their front seven. The guys who put their hand in the dirt are about as good and deep as there is in a league. Sean, if you put the nasty on that roster, it's better than the Ravens roster. Uh, uh, there's no argument here. Dude, why are you, oh. getting, why are you dogging sudden Sam Howell, man? And I mean, Duke, who the, the Duke is he? What has he done? What is, I don't understand. I love Riverboro. Hey, Riverboro. hey, listen, playmaker in Chapel Hill, dude. Playmaker. And you know what? If a Duke guy owns it, he's got to run him out. I can't have a North Carolina Tar Heel running my team if Duke comes in and gets this ownership. No, in truth. Hey, listen, the I, next I, guys always listen. I don't think Sam Howell's better than Taylor Heineke right now, and Heineke's no longer there. But you know, he replaced him. Listen, the I next don't guys, believe Sam Howell's better than Jacoby Brissett, Sean. Well, well, he may not be. Well, you think Sam Howell's in a league in five years? No, you don't. Okay. Um, well, let me. I think he'll be in the league journey. He will not be a franchise quarterback in five years. How's that? No, yeah, he might okay. be a journeyman. He, right. he ain't gonna be no team. Guy. To team. What if Will Levis was still there? What would you do? What if then he I'm wondering why the fuck you didn't go get Lamar Jackson? Okay, there you go. That's fair because all because you would have to give up two number ones. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, right. why haven't you went and got him with with the guy who just coached under Andy Reid, Coach Mahomes, understands how to create an offense around a guy with similar skill set? Why wouldn't you get Lamar Jackson? Why are you going with Sam Howell, who hasn't done shit? Do they know anything about Shawnee Rambo? See, this is not Johnny Rambo. This is Shawnee Rambo. You want, you want, you want to cut a dude if he doesn't, if they don't go get himself a player, right? Hey, I want to show you some real knife. You think that's a fucking knife? No, dude, it's just one I keep. It's one, it's one I keep in my drawer so I can like give you a little close straight edge shave right here while I'm doing the show. No, in truth, okay. So Sam Howell, you don't believe they're their guy this year. Brissett was pretty consistent in Cleveland. He's a pros pro. So they're a quarterback away. All the quarterbacks that we're talking about. What if Hendon Hooker sitting there? Was that too high for him? Would you wait? I'm going to throw his name out again. I know my, see your love affairs with the tight end position in this draft. You and I both know it. Am I right? That's your love affair. Let's face facts. My love affair is with B. John Robinson. I, I, so if he's sitting here at 15, how in the hell are you not drafting him? How? How are you not drafting him if he's sitting here and what, – what, let's see. Their roster's pretty solid. Yeah, I know you love a quarterback. Let's say all four QBs are gone, butthead and hooker, the fifth one. And I tell you that they're the, the Washington Redskins – some people like to say Washington. I bet you did grow up. Washington, right? <laughs> The Washington Redskins are on the clock, and I say, JB. That's a fucking Escondido fucker sound. Oh, like. bitch, please. We don't talk like that in Mean Streets. Yeah, no. Washington. All right. The Washington football team are the commanders. All right. So I tell you, you're on the clock. Hendon Hooker's still there. They need back end help because they're front seven. They'll get after you. They are. They don't need any help, in my opinion, up front. They are really good. Del Rio's got himself. Some hellified players. It seems like you could say offensive tackle about 15 teams in this draft, man. So we're looking for it. Okay, they need a corner. Listen, they, I don't think there's many experts that think Sam House taking you to the promised land. Correct? 
correct. And Jacoby Brissett's a spot starter, and he can start for you, but he's a he's just a great guy to have on your roster and to win some games for you. So what do you do? I'm not convinced Washington's running rolling into the 2023 20, season with this quarterback situation. I'm not convinced of it. So you say, okay, what are the options? I don't know. Would the Rams trade Stafford? No, you don't think so, right? There was that chatter, right? JB, you heard it in L.A. I don't know if that's the case. Getting healthy and Matt's excited to come back. Would I'm just throwing names out there. Would would the uh, Washington Commanders take a Hendon Hooker and say he'll be ready to go when times when when it's ready? Would yeah, you go out and get Lamar Jackson and say let's take he's right down the road. He wouldn't have to move much from Washington D.C. and Baltimore. Would you do that? Other than that, your options are pretty slim right now. Here's my take. I would. They're in draft purgatory, brother, and you and I for the quarterback position. I I would not draft a fucking quarterback and save my life if I'm Washington. I would never take a QB unless I took one from the league right now, like a like a like a Lamar. I'd be honest with you. I'd be I'd be happier if they took goddamn Tannehill or somebody that's got a lot of playing experience over Sam Howell. Tannehill gives him a better chance to win right now, no doubt. I think I think Terry McLaurin's going to get wasted. I think that the Dotson cat, who can be really good, Curtis Samuel can be really good. I think they're going to get wasted. Um, you know, the Brian Robinson kid, after being shot, ended up coming back and having a great year. Antonio Gibson's there. We don't know about him if he's going to be on the trade block. Um, I would not take one quarterback out of this draft if I'm Washington. I'm going after You're a guy. You're talking about guys that are going to be left right around that spot. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, who's going to be around that spot? I have no idea. Um, I can't imagine any of the first four are. That's for damn nah, sure. Nah, I would have went and got a vet. And they did get a vet. They got Jacoby Brissett, which to me lined up to, okay, that is our, not no offense, but that's our poor man's Lamar Jackson. Let's get Lamar in here. Jacoby's going to be similar to what a Taylor uh, uh, Huntley is in Baltimore. Tyler and now Huntley. Tyler Huntley, yeah. Yeah. So if Lamar gets hurt, Brissett comes in, and we don't miss a beat. We don't run the football as much with the Q, but at least we, um, at least we we have the same offense that we Let can. Let me ask run. you this: Let's play a little. Let's have a little fun, real quick, JB. Let me give you a few scenarios. Just yes or no in a sentence. Why? If you're we're in New England, would you try to trade Mac Jones to why? If you're Washington, if they love Bailey Zappi, would you trade for? Would you try to get in and trade for Mac Jones for a third round pick? Second round pick. Or would you trade him for that pick? 15. Ooh, that's a, that, that might be a bit of a reach. Okay, that's one. Two. Uh, I mean, Lamar, you, win. They're, right. they're 14, and this is 16. Lamar, uh, obviously, we'd both get into it. We, 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 we'd jump into that fray. Let me ask you an interesting one. If the Jets thing continues to become a problem, would Washington be interested in giving up the 15th pick for Aaron Rodgers? Why not them? I've been having them in the back of my head. Why not? Your defense is Super Bowl-ish. You've got some playmakers. We talk about, well, it's San Francisco if, if he doesn't go there, or the Jets. Why wouldn't you, if you're Washington, inquire about Aaron Rodgers if it, and say, they don't want to do it? We'll give you the 15th pick and a third rounder or whatever else they're asking for Aaron. And we don't need a guarantee he's going to play two or three more years. 
We'll just hope he does. Would you do it if you're Washington? I, I Here's my take. I would do it, but the issue is Aaron Rodgers ain't doing it because I think he's so sold on that roster, getting getting those receivers, quote-unquote, pushed towards the Jets. The Jets signed a couple oh, guys. Oh, yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna, he has a no-trade clause, right? Am I correct? I think so, does yeah. He? If he yeah. does, he'd, he'd, he'd probably squelch it. But if I was Washington, I have got to be inquiring every – what about Washington moving up to get a quarterback into the top 10? Yeah, Trade that's 15 what I'm and another guy to move themselves up to be in position to go get. I think they would look in that, Sean. I think they look incompetent if they, they went in QB. Because okay. you got Brissett, you've got you've already came out. River Boat Ron has come out twice and said, We're rolling with Sam Howe. And which to me was asinine thing to say. I, I would never have said it because you never know what was happening. Uh, out there and Lamar came out available you could have went and made a push for it but it seems like he's biting his you know his ego's gotten in the way I love Ron Rivera I really do um but let's be honest he hasn't really won anything meaningful um as a head coach even though we love his grit I love his old school we love his old school mentality we love how he coaches fought cancer beat it I love I get it I love I love love Ron yeah I love it all but I am really, really, I'm, I'm really dumbfounded on why they didn't go after a quarterback uh, with the roster they have and rocking with they. When Jimmy and Carr, Carr was a big talk. Remember when Carr was being talked about this offseason, possibly being a guy there? They must see something I don't because I can't fathom that you're going to go into the season that this is what you're running it back with with new ownership the very first year. I don't Neither. get it. Neither. Get it. Neither. Um. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers, fourth down here for this show. Whatever Mike Tomlin wants, I'll get whatever Mike wants. I love Mike so much, whatever. Mike could take me and you and Harry Hatchet ass, and you'd win nine games. And that's saying something because we can't do shit anymore. That's how good Mike Tomlin is. Yeah, I I could play dead in the Western. Um, Kenny Pickett uh, is their starter. I. Right there out the gate, though, Sean. I am not a believer. Uh, you got to be, though. You can't. They, they can't. They got at least two more with him. You got, you got no shot, JB. You can battle it all you want. Kenny, two gloves. Kenny, two gloves is not going. <laughs> bitch, you better just sit back and ride. He's huh, a hometown kid. Got He's going to let it rip. I mean, they, they, I, these quarterbacks are so fucking I know, bad. But I, I, listen, back you can up sit fucking... there and have this conversation all you want. Kenny Pickett's not your answer, but guess what? He's a first-round pick, and he's not going anywhere for at least two. So you're stuck with him for the next two. So, so, you might, so don't even let quarterback come out of your damn mouth right now because Kenny Pickett ain't going anywhere right now. So it's so going to be uh, another position. So hey, get your bitch-ass moving. Fucking Mitch Trubisky, the backup right now for Kenny Pickett. There once God, was man. a man named Pickett. Quarterback. He's not from Nantucket. Oh, okay. All right, here's a bright spot on this roster, Sean. Najee Harris, we know, is a bona fide fucking rider. He's a fucking big time. Deontay Johnson, I really like a lot. Yeah, he's a Jordan Pickens is a young, upcoming, big time wideout. Chance to be a star in the league. He's gifted beyond belief. Freemuth, the tight end, Freemuth or whatever. I th- I like him. Fryermuth. Um, they got a couple issues up up front. Okafor at right tackle is really good. I think he could be good. The Dan Moore Jr. at left tackle. Uh, Siamola, the the Uso left guard is good. Um, 
They need some. They need some help, though. I think they need a couple other guys um, in that wide receiver rotation. And then on defense, you know that's what they live and die by. Um, you still got Minka Fitzpatrick. You still got, um, you know, now they got Braden Fajoko. They got Cameron Hayward, T.J. Watt. We know if he can stay healthy, is a game wrecker. So we know their defense is going to be good. And then you have the it factor and the X factor, Sean. Um, and Mike Tomlin. So we already are agree there. Top five coach, no question. Uh, who do they need? Three. Who do they need at number seventeen um, that makes sense for this black and blue, nitty gritty, gritty, uh, still mill working class uh, organization? Who do you go get at sixteen? Well, you want to get okay quarterbacks. You're not getting them, so you're with just so just stop. Okay, you're not getting that. There is a chance that one of the, not what the chance that one of the three or four better receivers will still be there. Now, if we just go by Pittsburgh history, they like a physical. If you're going to get a running back, they like you to knock you in the mouth. Excuse me, Najee's that guy. This is a team that loves the tight end position. They love a guy. You know what I'm saying? They always have. This is a team that wants a offensive lineman, an offensive tackle to roll up his sleeves and look like Webster and John Kolb and Larry Brown back in the day and all the way through their great line forever. This is who they are. And you know damn well somewhere in the first three rounds, the Pittsburgh Steelers are taking a linebacker and a secondary guy. Somewhere, somehow, they are taking that guy. Now, we're not talking enough about the depth of corners in this draft. They are really good. I'm talking about really, really good. And whether it's they, but they went out and got Peterson, Patrick Peterson, this offseason. But that's still not enough. I mean, you got to go whether it's Porter Jr., Gonzalez, Witherspoon. I mean, you are loaded with some really good corners. And we're not, we're not talking about them enough, but we should. So for me, JB, I think you're going to get a guy like Joey Porter. Where did Joey Porter's pops play? Right hey, there. Oh, hey, Bakersfield legend, Joey yep. Porter. Right. Joey's. Uh, Spent time, played time in Pittsburgh. The son is hell. The son maybe the son's a phenomenal athlete. Long, he's a good player. Um, I, I would not be surprised. You got with, the Kings yet uh, in South Carolina. That's exactly right. So there's four or five corners going the first round. Porter Jr. is long too, and I yeah, like it. Spoon. You got the, Gonzalez. the Gonzalez kid. You like Oregon, Gonzalez, right. Oregon? Yeah, he could. Uh, have, we got a number of them that could be the first of the group taken. So I'm going to go with obvious offense. Once again, the needs on about 25 of these teams, the safe one is I say, oh, just give me an offensive tackle, offensive tackle. Think out of the box. It's not out of the box thinking that a corner's here. At 17, it's 17, right? Isn't that where Pittsburgh's picking? It's 17. Yeah. I'm going to lean to Mike Tomlin and say wide receiver or a, a, like a if Jackson Smith or – or somebody like uh, remember now who Kenny Pickett throw to the year before he transferred Jordan yeah, Addison um, when he won the Bolitnikoff Jordan Pitt, Addison that's exactly right Addison was his receiver in Pittsburgh so you know he's sitting on the not that he has any say I'm gonna say one of the perimeter guys just for the hell of it it could change next week today Joey Porter Jr. or a corner and offensive tackle obviously and possibly another home run here because in order to keep up in that division, Watson's going to be better. 
We know that the Cleveland will play better. Watson, another year in the system. If Baltimore gets Lamar back, they are dynamic because of him. And we know Cincinnati can score from the friggin' parking lot. So how are you keeping up? You may hold a team to 24, but can you score 24? So I'm thinking perimeter, corner, wide receiver. Whether they think wide receiver is a need or not, it's always a need. And if you could get a home run hitter, I'm never turning down a home run hitter if I got a quarterback that needs help. They One got of those a corners in this draft. A lot of corners. Not on right, they do. A lot of O line. Somebody's going to get a good corner that in a normal draft would have been taken higher. Now, yeah. I, don't think, I don't know if Sauce Gardner's in this draft, but we've got some really good ones at the top of this list. Yeah. Um, also, Sean, as you know, as the, as the draft starts to get longer and we're starting to get into the late first round, second, third round, you know, organizations will be, be, be really quick to draft geographically, right? They'll, they'll draft because they know the guy. They right. know who they are. Um, uh, a Zay Flowers, Boston College. I know it's Boston, but Pittsburgh's not too damn far. Um, I don't mind that guy. I think he's really good uh, if you're talking wide receiver. He's a guy that could drop or he could go at 16. Josh Downs, North Carolina kid. Josh, uh, really like Johnson at TCU. But do they, do they, yeah, TCU kid. He's still got Ohio State. Jigsaw Smith is out there available maybe. Um or do you go get one of the tight ends at Utah or Notre Dame if they're available um, to back a up? Notre Friday? Dame tight end to Pittsburgh seems so normal, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, grinder, you know tight right. there with, with Najee Harris and a, and a, and a small-handed QB? Fuck it. Let's go double dude, tight end. Let's go back to Tenny, Kenny Two Gloves, dude. Get You better get off Kenny Two Gloves nuts. That's I love his name, Two Gloves. That's what I call him, Kenny Two Gloves. He, may, he might be the MVP this year. He might, How do you throw the motherfucker like this? Dude, I, mean, I don't know. I, I never had to worry about that. How do you? What do you do? With, Look what at do that, you know with Tuco, dude. Look that, at that shit. That shit dwarfs your hands, don't it? Does it really? Come on. Does it? Look how look how weak we are compared our hands to Kitty Two Gloves. Okay, my hand looks like a foam finger to Kenny Two Gloves. Okay. But he can still rip it though. I, you know, why are you down on the two gloves, dude? I, I'm just down on quarterbacks. You, I, you I, know I, what, I, one thing I got to tell you, you are bitter beer face with quarterbacks lately. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, really the are. I'm the quarterback Grinch. I think they're going to start calling me the quarterback Grinch. I, I just, Sean, I'm like you, you though, man. I don't, I, mediocrity is our new excellence. I just, I, I refuse to allow mediocrity to be our fucking you're excellence. You're guy. You are. That's a, you're the quarterback Grinch right now because. None of them are good. Some are okay. Uh, dude, all- we, got, we got fucking big old fat fucks coaching our QBs yeah. in college. They're fucking now, tiny guys now, coaching. If you, want, if you like, want to go to the guys coaching them, we could get into that in another whole session. Oh, but we're going to quarterbacks that. themselves. You're a quarterback Grinch. Ah, I don't want to pay him. He can't win for the pocket. Ah, Kenny Two Gloves. Ah, Sam Hell. Ah, the only two. To you right now, the only three guys that really exist in the league are Mahomes and Burrow. And you just want Burrow's name twice, dude. You are swinging so far off Burrow's nuts; it's unbelievable. I just don't I, think. I think you know Mahomes, you are. You're the tugger. You're yeah, a nut, you're Mahomes a nut just, tugger on on Burrow's. Stuff. I, I get it though. He's Mahomes so good. Overrated as shit. What, what's that? I think I just think Mahomes is overrated as shit. I'm I'm more towards Andy Reid being the guy, but it's got to be overrated throwing it around a lot. Like Andy Reid ain't going there and throwing sidearm off schedule. 
and he's a great player. You are you are the quarterback Grinch, dude. I I'm telling you right now. I love it too. A guy could pump 48 touchdowns in there, throw for six thousand, and you'd be pissed off that he was laid on a bank post. It's like fucking oh, that guy sucks. You know why? Because the fucking great ones would have made it on time. That's well, why. Dude, seriously, when when you uh when you're done getting teabagged by one guy in the league that you just can't get off of because you love him. <laughs> what happened to you, dude? It's what like, oh Joe, you? oh Joe. Hey, I don't blame you for loving Burrow. I like he's gonna dude. Hey, I think he's the best pocket passer in the league. Other than everybody else swinging from Mahomes nuts. Yeah, well, listen, you there, listen, there's plenty of room. Because Mahomes has been pretty – well, there may not be any room anymore because everybody's swinging from But, dude, if there's a person who is who is the condom for Joe Burrow, it's you. I mean, you are, dude. You, I mean, you, you, you've taken a guy bareback and you said, I, I, Joe's my guy. And I don't blame you because I think Burrow is off-the-hook player. But, dude, when, when – hey, by the way, when's his fan club start? Did you ever hey. see that movie with uh, Tom hey, Cruise with his nuts taste? Dude, I wouldn't know. I, and, and you know what? Probably pretty damn good with two Super Bowl rings. But let me ask you this: because did you ever see that movie uh, with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise with the bald head, and they were out in the with uh, Jack Black? What was that movie that was a spoof? Uh, hilarious. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was an African American. He paid in in the movie oh, like Tropical Thunder. Yeah, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, Tropic, great, great movie. movie. Downey was all. I mean, the cast was awesome, right? Oh and yeah. Ben Stiller and the whole thing, dude. You are, you know, who you are. Didn't he call the guy? Isn't the guy Tug Nut or Nut Tugger? Yeah, Tugger, the Tugger. Yeah, right. Yes, I'll get you a shirt that says. Joe JB's nut tugger because you well what a shock same initials too what a shock hey. you, dude he might as well kick you down like t- two mil signing bonus you you got JB the best quarterback of all time and to do that now I love him but you're swinging dude there ain't no room on there you ball hogged it you ball hogged Joe Burrows man you got hey. no room for him hey he's the only fucking quarterback that can throw the goddamn ball on time Get the fuck out of here. Shit, hey, all these other guys are shitty. Did, did you say the only one to get, get the fuck out of here? Look, you I got can't me wait cussing to break again. Down You're the only you. guy who makes me cuss, dude. You. Well, that's I not true. That's wait a lie. To break down these fucking overrated fucking QBs. So, according to you, the league's got like two guys, right? Fucking really, one. Right. Goddamn, maybe, maybe two. After Josh Allen's fucking debacle, I think it might be less than that. Shit. So you're already ready to bury him now. I mean. Not bury him, but goddamn, can he win a meaningful fucking game? When I mean bury him, I mean like where you just like ah, he's not my guy. Really, dude, you're a one, you're a one horse wonder. How about Herbert? Can he? Can Herbert win a game yet? I don't know. Tell me if you get off JB's nuts long enough, pop on over and tell me how how how, how Herbert's doing. You tell me. So wait up, are we supposed to just like a bunch of fucking mediocre fucks? There's nothing mediocre about Mahomes, and you know it. So quit just stirring the pot. Because I'm talking about these other guys. Okay, who? J- Josh Allen's not mediocre. Lamar's well, not, not mediocre. Not. They yeah. may not look like Rodgers or Namath or, or Marino I mean, swinging the pill. He's a freak, but what has he done? Who? Allen. Well, he's made a franchise. Everybody's not Mahomes or Burrow, dude. You could win in this league without being 
look at your favorite passer of all time and probably mine, Dan, Marino, and or Rod. I mean, when you talk about just pure thrower of the football, Dan's at the top of the list. Aikman, yeah. Aikman, right. But you, uh, dude, let, you know what? You know that song by uh, When I Die? What, what's that? Uh, b- the band Perry? It's a country band, and they sing When I Die, Bury Me in Satin. Pour, pour, lay me on a bed of roses. Dude, when you die, all you want, when I die young, bury me in sat or uh, bury me in or uh, wrap me in Joe Burrow's jersey and put me on a bed of Bengals. I mean, come on, dude. I love Burrow. He is the top two, three in the league. Best pocket passer we got in the league. But you got to make room for more than one on your platform, dude. You have to. Yeah, it, I know. And You're the guy was- who's going to come back and tell me Elway sucked as a high school quarterback, right? Right, that, that's what you're going to tell me next when he came out of no, Granada Hills. I, I, I like Sean Salisbury coming out of high school. Well, now, uh, now, now you're talking, okay? Boy, that bitch could throw it, couldn't he? Really uh, could now. They don't know. Too. Funny. Yep. You, dude. I thought he was a hooper, didn't he? Oh, thought. Come on, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm getting 30 on you. Back in high school, I would have fucking clotheslined you like I, I, Rick Mahorn again. I was bigger than you then. Bigger I would have clotheslined you. Dude, you would have. I would have. I had a six pack, no titties. Dude, I would have. You know what I'd have done? I'd come right down the lane while I dunked it. Would have been captain. It would have been a Texas tea bag while I was at it. You ain't stopping me, dude. You wouldn't have dunked on me. Dude, I your ass. You wouldn't have been the first. You wouldn't have been the first. You're the coach's son who came off the bench and tried to chest up to me when you're down 30. Don't do that. Don't do that. Did you have any hops? A uh, white boy could jump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You don't want to roll up on up in Orange Glen High School. Come on, dude. I'm, I'm hitting your minimum 35 just on a good measure, maybe in three quarters. Maybe it's a pulling you out, taking you a spin move, kissing off the plexi with the left hand. Probably take one and go and, and drop step you on the baseline and cup dunk on your ass. And then yell it out, Burrow! After I dunk on you. <laughs> Look at you. You're sitting there methodically thinking, how am I going to, what can I say? What cuss word can I use on this dude right now? But you know you're my dog, though. Even though you hate 97% of the players and the quarterbacks in the league. Hey, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's hey, the truth is the truth hurts a lot of people out there. I'll tell you. I just like to tee you up and get you going because you and I are 90% of the time on the same page. But I love it because it's like, here's what I know after today and the last few shows. Give me eight tight ends and one quarterback. All the best tight ends in Burrow, and you're good to go, dude. <laughs> and a good old line. Yep. Yep. Hey, yes, who you take? Who you taking first? Sean Salisbury. We're over time. We're gonna get out of here. Bryce Young. Done. I got some money. Conversation. I got some money riding on this fucking Golden State Warrior game tonight. How about the Lakers beating the shit out of the fucking prankster ass John Morant led fucking? Dude, Reeves was lights out, and uh, uh, Hachimura was on fire down the Man. stretch as well. Yeah, he won me some money on the yep. on the draft. If, if if John Morant's not healthy throughout that series, that series is over. Lakers win it. And don't oh, be, I'll tell you what, Golden State Sacktown, be careful now. Sacramento ain't Sacramento ain't playing, even though I think Golden State can still win the whole thing. And the Nuggets look like they were back too as they put it on Minnesota. Minnesota's got no shot against the Nuggets in this one. 
Yeah, I got the Warriors tonight winning. Who um, would I pick first? Bryce Young from Carolina. Put the put the pick in now. Just write it on a card and mail it to Roger Goodell now, so he has it before the draft starts. Easy pick for me. Yeah, no question. Uh, I agree. You, are you are you do, are you, you you got him in the Kenny Two Gloves category? Where you got him? You're taking him first too, and you and I both know it. Okay, we're on the clock. You're you and I are the executives in Carolina. You're Frank Reich, and I'm your general manager. Who you taking? I'm taking. I'm going to take Bryce Young because I know who coached him. Right, that's fair. And you know a lot about quarterbacks. That's why I'm riding your ass just for fun. And my good friend Sark coached him. I know some things. I, I I've been around him since he was a young kid out here in Southern California. Look what Sark uh, did with Mac Jones, dude, to get him in position to be a first round pick. The way he coached his ass up, right? Yeah, and then and then O'Brien had him again right after Sark. Yep. Um, you got another NFL guy with him. I think if anyone's ready, uh, I love Day and everything they do in Ohio State, but but the track record just isn't there. Even though Alabama quarterbacks haven't been super super stellar. By any means, um, I think Bryce Young is the closest thing to, that we'll see um, in this generation of quarterbacks to to Drew Brees. You know who's the best, I guess, maybe what, since Kenny Stabler? You know who the best Alabama quarterback is right? since Stabler? At the NFL level? Mac Jones? Fuck, I don't know. The guy who just signed in Philadelphia. Yeah, Hurts, who, yeah, I – I mean, I, I count him as an Alabama, even though he finished at Oklahoma. Right. He spent more time there. And, you know, with Tua, who I think's fine. But think about this. Jalen, look at that. He got his bag and deserved it. So it's going to be interesting. Dude, I love giving you – we love talking shit about this. I know you love more than one quarterback, and I know you know exactly what you're talking about. I just have to give you a hard time because Burrow's your man. Burrow is your guy. But I could use a good tight end and make me better. There you go. You better get a left tackle, fucking Bakhtiari. Yep. Uh, hey, man, it's always a pleasure. I can't wait to do this. We're right back here tomorrow, Sean, uh, right here at the same time, uh, all week long live, and then we'll be live next week, and then we're doing a draft party. We're going to watch the draft, and hopefully we can uh, we can, we can, we can outpick them on Tuesday and Wednesday and make our mock draft. We're going to have a pretty little graphic up. We're going to have some guests on. Um you gonna you gonna you gonna be a bitch or you gonna smoke a cigar with me? What'd you call me? You gonna be you a bitch? I'm gonna be a bitch. I wanna smoke a cigar and drink whiskey. Fucking right, as you should. You better, you you better fucking take that goddamn G strap off and put on your fucking boxer briefs. Let's go. Don't ain't nothing wrong with a T back, but don't hate. <laughs> uh, if you wear I, one, I, I wear it backwards. Hey, do you wear one of those motherfuckers and eat carne asada tacos walking around? I eat around carne the house? asada tacos. I wear boxer briefs, if you must know. Okay. Me too. I do too. There you go. I do too. You know why? Because my nuts hang too goddamn low if I wear boxers. Well, how far do Joe's hang? You'd know, wouldn't you? Fucking kneecaps. <laughs> kneecaps. Oh, yeah. Hey. I call them clackers. I told you that. Those things you used to do that with, man, with those on the string at the end, right? <laughs> Hey, does, hey, does uh, how's a cream of some young guy from Mahomes taste? Dude, what? Listen, you you can say everything you want. Mahomes is proven. If he retires today, he's in the Hall of Fame. Oh. Done. Retires today, he's in the Hall of Fame. Potential and results. What's he done, dude? You lose Tyreek Hill, you win a Super Bowl. 
I, on, I, know, man. You, I, you, I know, I understand. He doesn't look the, the part. He doesn't look the pocket part on a regular basis. You like mechanically sound. There is no damn way you're telling me he can't play. It's not just listen. Andy's one hell of a coach, and you know I think he's one of my favorite people on the planet. How many Super Bowls Andy Andy Reid win with other pretty good quarterbacks? I know. And you get this guy, and guess what happens? You couldn't yeah. win at Texas. They didn't win anything at Texas Tech. You get this cat, you put the best, maybe the best coach in the league right now, and along with Tomlin and, and you know, and you give me the hey, best you quarterback. You USC Trojan shit proud right now. What's your take on Cliff Kingsbury going there? We got to talk about that tomorrow. I'll say, yeah, well, I don't want to get into that. We'll talk about we it tomorrow. That's a good way to start. Yep. And uh, get, into, get into pick 17 through 20 tomorrow. And we're getting close, John. We're going to knock it out Thursday. We'll get to the, we'll get to another four. And next week, we're going to make our mock drafts. And uh, it's going to be interesting with – I'm curious to get your take tomorrow. We'll save the Cliff Kingsbury. We're going to save the possibility that the Texans and the Cardinals – obviously, Cardinals won't. But the Texans and the Colts, do they not take a quarterback – that's going to be up for debate tomorrow. Very interesting take. That's going to that's going to skew some things in our mock draft if that's a possibility or not. So for sure, um, all love. I appreciate it. Everybody in here, go to our Patreon. We will be exclusive on Patreon. Become a member. Pound the like button. Share it on your Twitter. Sean will retweet it. Share his retweet, and uh, we'll get this thing going. And I'm this at show. Sean Unfiltered on Twitter. Sean Unfiltered, we're going to break it down. I'll, I'll tag him and share it. You guys do the same. And uh, much love to everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys same time, same place tomorrow. Um, last Chance Q with the great Sean Salisbury. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace. So last Chance Q. Let's go. And I just cannot wait to bring over 60 years of knowledge and experience to not only the novice football fan, Sean, but to the veteran football coach as well. You love it, you better live it, drink it, eat it, smoke it, and then every now and again, wake up with it laying next to you. The premier football coaching show on the internet. I've looked forward for the longest time to be with somebody whose energy and knowledge of football and teaching and no nonsense but understands the old game, the in-between game, the new game, and combines them all. Last Chance Q with the great, legendary Sean Salisbury.